Welcome to Level 33, a podcast that explores a path towards better living. My name is Kim, and I started this project as a way to share my journey towards wellness, self-love, and purposeful living, and in hopes that it may inspire others along their respective journeys as well. Follow along as I share lessons learned and continue to curate ideas that support the harmonization of mind, body, and soul. Hi all, thanks for joining me today. This week's episode came to me as I was working through some feelings. And I want to chat about the emotions that came up, um, particularly the emotions that came up when I found out that an ex had moved on. I want to dive into the difference between envy and jealousy. And lastly, the power in identifying such emotions and how to best utilize them. As a reminder, if you like tuning in, please share this episode to your social media platforms. I'm really trying to grow this audience and your support will help tremendously. Thanks in advance. All right, so let's get into it. First up, my ex and my feelings. A few weeks ago, I found out that my ex, fiance, moved on, and honestly, I felt a slew of emotions. Now, to give an appropriate dose of context, um, this was someone that I met in college and I was with for quite some time. Um, We were engaged for a year and a half before I decided to end the relationship and chose to do no contact post-breakup. We are coming on to three years since the breakup, and it's no surprise that he has found someone to share his life with. The surprise was in the feelings that came up for me. I found out about the news by way of a photo, and... Let me just paint you a picture. It is him holding a woman's hand with a home in the background and the caption, coming 2023. Of course, the vaguely ambiguous caption coupled with the slightly suggestive background gave way to three possible scenarios. One, an engagement announcement of sorts. Two, home ownership announcement. And or three, a pregnancy announcement, or a combination of the three. And while I will never truly know what it was, I do know that all three are things that he has always wanted. And so my initial reaction to this announcement was joy. Because although the relationship ended, I cannot deny that a version of me the version of me that loved him, was so happy to hear about the news. That version of me was elated, for we cheer for others and their wins. And although I have healed and I have grown and I have evolved since then, that version of me is still part of who I have become. The best way I can describe this is to have you visualize Russian nesting dolls. I believe we start out like the little itty-bittiest doll, the one that cannot be reduced down to a smaller size. And 
with each emotional or developmental growth spurt, we develop a larger shell that lovingly encompasses our former and smaller self. I don't prescribe to the idea of a version of me dying off or just simply no longer existing. Oftentimes, the narrative around growth would give this idea of a past version of you no longer existing, as if those characteristics or traits or patterns are too shameful to be remembered. But the truth is, that version of you laid the foundation for this version of you. This feeling of happiness for him was soon joined with a not-as-pleasant feeling. There is a moment when I thought to myself, Am I sad? Am I jealous? All I knew was that I was happy, but also there was something else going on. I caught myself taking more shallow of a breath with each inhale and a dull feeling at the forefront of my head. The kind that usually indicates an oncoming headache from dehydration. This, this is what envy feels like in my body. Envy. What an ugly word. Is it worse than jealousy? In my opinion, no. And let me tell you why. Here is what the research says. According to Brene Brown, a research professor who has devoted her life's work to exploring emotions such as courage, shame, empathy, and my favorite, vulnerability. Envy is what we feel when we want something that another person has. A 2015 study found that 90% of episodes of envy can be attributed to one of the three categories. One, attraction, such as physical attractiveness, romantic attraction, and or social popularity. Two, competence, such as intelligence, knowledge, skill. And three, wealth, financial status, or lifestyle. Your girlfriend gets a new car. You find yourself wanting the same car or a new one. Or you see your friends all carrying a Chanel bag and find yourself wanting one as well. This, this is envy, low-grade envy, maybe, but envy nonetheless. Here's the ick. Some envy comes with hostility, which I think is why the feeling gets such a bad rep. Envy with hostility sounds like I want what she has, and I don't want her to have it. I also want her to be pulled down. Envy without hostility sounds like I want that. But you can have that too. And I don't want you to be put or pulled down. I just want it. No harm to you. Jealousy, on the other hand, often gets confused with envy. I know I have misused the word jealous countless times until I read Brene's Atlas of the Heart, which, if you don't know, is a phenomenal book that catalogs over 50 common human emotions. It has helped me identify my feelings and shed some light into my inner world as to why I may be feeling such emotions. Okay, so jealousy is described by Brown as a response to a feeling. She says, in other words, quote, we think jealousy in response to how we feel, 
end quote. It is best depicted with a triangle, two people in a relationship and a rival. The rival can be another person or something else. Jealousy usually involves threat to the relationship, such as loss of a loved one's attention, affection, or resources. It involves someone or something taking away something you believe to be yours, your role, your partner, your chance at a promotion, etc. For example, you might feel jealous when you see a friend hanging out with another new friend. You might feel a pang of jealousy when your partner spends a lot of alone time. Here, your partner's desire for alone time is threatening the relationship because there is a perceived loss of your partner's attention and or affection. You have probably experienced jealousy in sibling and work relationships. Brown then goes on to discuss how people consider jealousy as more socially acceptable than envy. She hypothesizes that this may be because a majority of us have learned of envy as one of the seven deadly sins. Perhaps society and our cultural upbringing has branded envy as something shameful. Additionally, jealousy has worked its way into our vocabulary as denoting feelings of admiration, or oftentimes it's used in an oddly complimentary way. For example, someone may say, your trip to Paris looked great. I'm so jealous. Weird, right? And so there I was, happy and envious at the same time. Envious because I want what he has. Not jealous because there's no relationship at risk. I was happy he was making strides towards a dream he's always had and I was envious of the life that it seemed like he was living, a partner, a home, maybe a family. These are things I so deeply desire as well. Which brings me to my next point. Feelings, emotions, are neither good nor bad. I stopped labeling feelings as either or and began just accepting them as hints to my inner world. The envy I was experiencing was just a reminder It was reminding me of how much I wanted to be with someone that I could build a future with. It reminded me to stay true to these desires. And quite frankly, there's nothing shameful about it. Envy is a great tool to help us identify what our values and goals are. It can tell you what you want for yourself. For example, envy here reminded me how much I want the loving partner and family package in this lifetime. Allow envy to surface and use it as a motivator. If you envy someone's work ethic, explore ways where you can work harder or smarter. Or perhaps you envy their work ethic because of results and praise that they receive. Does this mean you desire praise as well? Does this mean you're dis- you desire better results? Are you forthcoming with praise? Are you putting in the work for, for better outcomes, for better results? These are all great questions to ask yourself. And it all starts with identifying the emotion. But is it enough to recognize the emotion? Maybe. But here are some things that I do whenever I feel envious. 
One, I ask myself what this emotion is trying to tell me about my desires. Two, it is a reminder to practice gratitude. Take stock of what you have. Relish in appreciation. Three, utilize this emotion as motivation. Identify and set goals and make sure make sure you're not standing in your own way. Now, let's take jealousy, for example. If you're experiencing feelings of jealousy because you are fearful of losing a relationship, perhaps you need to have some important conversations with the other person. Does your jealousy stem from anger, sadness, and or fear? If so, I encourage you to explore that more. What are you afraid of? What is this emotion trying to tell you? And as a gentle reminder, just because you think it, say you think your friend cherishes you less because they are now spending more time with a new friend, doesn't mean it's true. Maybe this is a call to explore why you may jump to that conclusion. And that's all I have for you this week. I hope this episode normalizes experiencing conflicting emotions when an ex moves on. I hope it encourages you to explore what your emotions may be trying to tell you. And lastly, I hope we can rebrand envy, the non-hostile kind. As always, if you like what you heard, please share this episode on your social media platforms and tag at level underscore 33 spelled out. Until next time, stay curious, stay kind.